Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Taiwo's Lab. How have you been? How has your weekend been? I'm glad you're okay and with us today. So uh, this episode of Taiwo's Lab is going to be a little bit different. When I started this podcast, I stated that the podcast is basically for me to improve myself in the areas of speaking my mind out to the world and also giving back to the world the little that I know. So uh, today I'm going to be talking about my project. Welcome to Taiwo's Lab. 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 So uh, today I'm going to be talking about my project. I did an episode I spoke about my project and today I'm going to be going much more deeper into some projects that I've finished. So I hope you are going to enjoy this episode and come along with us. I am a software developer and uh, I've done quite a lot of projects. I've done quite a lot of projects. Having a backing in hardware development has made software development projects a little bit too easy to do. A little bit too easy because I don't have to buy a lot of things. So uh, that is all about me. So you have uh, enough context to place whatever we are about to say from this point uh, into where uh, they're supposed to be. So foremost, the project we are going to be talking about is called CDMV by CDMV, CDEMV, CDMV. Yeah, I'm very good at naming projects. Don't don't try me. So why? I, I presume you can tell me what it does, even from the name. CDM, yeah, <laughs> you can't. So basically, the reason, the problem statement in these cases, sometimes, it, let me start with a disclaimer though. I am not the best developer out there. I'm obviously limited by my experience, knowledge, and exposure. So, whatever problem I am about to say now might actually be my own perspective or because I'm not really exposed enough or whatsoever. So, the problem itself is that I found that I had a, quite a lot of uh, Iroku instances running at a particular time doing a particular project. And all of them depended on certain uh, parameters. Any Node.js developer, even any Linux user would know they call them like environment uh, variables that you use in your in your code in places where you know they can just change and you don't really want to have to go ahead and change them one by one so they're just variables that can be set by the systems by the container that you are running something like that so imagine having like 20 of these uh containers out there or whatever instances out there and you have to make changes to all of them maybe you have your GCP you have your your Google Cloud platform you have your AWS you have Azure you have uh, Iroku or whatsoever from my perspective when I was writing this uh, when I wanted to start this project I thought you might have to go ahead and change each and every one of them each and every one of them so I thought, why not just make something that when I change it from that place, it affects all of my instances, wherever they are, 
in as much as they are using uh, the, the library that I give to them I, they are accessing this particular uh, uh, variables from where I kept them the intention was to keep all of these variables in certain environments and then store the environment in the context of the users so I had in mind that I wanted Taiwo as a user to be able to log on to the website create a user uh -huh, then say oh I'm, I'm doing this project I, I, the name is CDMV oh and CDMV requires uh, let's say a JWT secret you no know, or whatever 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 so oh let me let, let, let me start it here oh it also requires a port okay let me start it there oh it also requires this let me start it here oh it also requires this let me start it here something like that the metric sorts every other thing oh let me start it there with the appropriate names and then I say oh I also have another project the project's name is uh daily daily I oh oh I leave the first environment I create the second one and then oh daily I requires uh, 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 pink time I place it there retry amount I place it there blah 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 place it there blah 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 place it there and then we have like two instances of uh, maybe GCP one of them running our production uh, server itself and the other running the test and development uh, server and because uh, I don't know all of them have different ways of setting these variables no a GCP instance is literally a computer system on its own its own unless for example you are even using the Eurocode a lot of us we are used to to they have that uh, the config vars that uh, you can always edit in their settings. But how many of them do you want to edit? So that was what is uh, that was what I had in mind when going into this project, and that was exactly what I did. So I will go through what I did uh, in very short details to just keep all of you uh, in the loop. So basically, it was uh, of two levels. We had the back end. And then we are supposedly supposed to have a front end. Yes, we did have a front end. Unfortunately, the project came at a time when I started having PTSD from writing React and Vue code. The back end, very simple, very straightforward. It gave the user the ability to create environments. And then inside those environments, you have those variables. Which means that wherever you want to pull anything from anywhere you're going to be pulling environment wise like an environment has variables a project is an environment and those environments are very so if i'm running uh, cdm on an Heroku instance and i change this particular one of those variables in the cdm environment from the website from the back end it will affect all of my instances that are pulling those uh that particular environment so that's basically what the the back end did and that it did it quite well for the front end okay the bracket also had one very important thing before i go out to, to the front end because of the fact that uh, we needed that uh, the instances be able to pull these variables from wherever they are so we needed to do that this person is actually the person that is so the user could generate uh, API tokens in such a way that that is the gateway for each instance 
to go ahead and fetch that environment you can fetch any environment that you want any of them in as much as you have access to them and so it's, it's worked quite well in that uh, regard for the front end because i said i had pts writing front end code i had to just settle for one of the best interfaces that you can ever make and which is a retro cli based one so basically yes i have a front end but it was based on the terminal so everything from signing up to uh, logging in to editing your profile whatsoever to everything was done in the terminal so but it didn't make a lot of sense i had to create like a library for people to be able to interact with the back end so and i had to go and learn how to make uh, the cli terminal based uh, uh, application and also how to even publish to npm which is one of the reasons why i love doing projects especially those ones that i in initially looked impossible at first so uh, and i did that very awesome very fast very cool in fact no downtime to go login i deployed to the npm uh, registry and second day i had more than 150 downloads i was like wow man this is awesome this is awesome <laughs> so all in all it was a success because i was able to uh use the cli to pull to do basically anything and everything the front end could do and also i was able to use the library that i created which also comes bundled with the cli actually so just it's just a matter of storing it globally or storing it uh, project wise so the second project and the last for this episode that we'll be talking about is called Commit Spy. Commit Spy. I, like I told you, I know how to name projects. No be small thing. No be don't be small thing. So from Commit Spy, what does it sound like it does? Hmm? Simple. Simple. It spies on your commits. Although not in a nefarious way, not in a bad way. It's not like when you commit code, it's going to when you commit code, it's going to steal it. No, no, no. It's for the good cause. So why? The question is why? 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 Why do a commit spy? Why? 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 Why are you trying to do like what people think Nigerians do, which is quite stereotypical because most of us we are good people. Back to the point. So. Commit spy. The name might sound somehow, but basically, the why is a lot of us, a lot of developers, we have projects. We always have projects. If there is one thing that God has blessed us with, is that ability to start projects. <laughs> Think of one stupid thing and then start it and do it, and then in the middle you just feel like, oh man, this thing is boring, and then you jump, you just dump it. Like you dump some other things, and then you 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 start it, you start another one, and then that one too goes. And I mean, such is this particular loop is so common that I think for every successful project that a developer does, there's like four or five that he has dumped. To be frank, this project, this open source project that you developers do, they are like very important to the developer community. The reason why, uh, so the why is that we wanted guys to be motivated. Mm, that's in quotes now. To be motivated to do projects. And how? We hope to punish guy who fail to meet up 
with certain preset goals with regards to a particular project so that's too much english let me let me come again for example i said oh i want to start a project called cdm and then i started it unfortunately after writing it for two weeks no full first two weeks the third week i just, uh, just, just dropped to 50 percent the fourth week i just dropped to 10 percent and fifth week I, did, I didn't even remember i had a project like that before so in that particular case one thing that we all should know is that such a person needs motivation and what better motivation can it be than money so the plan as simple as possible is as follows we want you to create a project on our system probably one of your github uh, repositories and then we will use certain ways to monitor that particular project and then as you write code and you commit it we monitor the commits not in order to know that okay you are yes you are really doing the project and we'll link it to your because obviously you know your level you will link it to your preset goal of commits like okay i want to have 10 commits in in five days i want to have two commits in five days i want to have so 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 lines of code in 20 days so we'll link it i will compare it and if you fail to meet up with that we will deduct your money now the question is okay when you deduct the money bro where is the money going to obviously it's not going to be in my pocket so we are donating that money on your behalf to charity we have a lot of them we have a lot of them so in this regard it means as a programmer either you are lazy or hardworking, you are still going to be useful to the world so that is basically the the, the plan generally that's that's the plan so the back end uh, i had because i wrote the back end my brother wrote the front end I won't be talking a lot about the front end. There's really not too much to speak about there. But the back end had several parts that I think is one of like the most fascinating projects I've worked on in recent times. I had to like uh, split into split it into several levels. Foremost, like I said, we needed something that could automatically, hmm, by some means, monitor your GitHub repo. So we had to create a GitHub app. Number one, that was the first thing I did, and it was quite awesome. The second one, we needed a system that could afford us to create users, create projects, and also do what? And also uh, talk with the GitHub app as a whole. And then that was the main core, the, the, the commits by core itself. And then that's 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 everything the third part of the project was to have a very good notification system so we wanted to be able to send you notifications via mail or twitter if there is one thing all of you should know about twitter is that twitter has awesome a awesome developer community in fact, I spent yesterday writing a long post to the Twitter developer, uh, uh, Twitter dev. They were asking me why I needed a Twitter API. And I had to start writing about what I was trying to use it for. It was very long. So, Twitter had this, it has this very huge developer community that if there is, if you want to, you want to initiate social good, 
I think that's one place to get started with. When one person does something good and shares that, oh, I was doing a project and I failed to reach my commit of 15, commit goal of 15, 15 commits. And these people, they have deducted my money and they've sent it to this particular charity. People will say, wow, really? Wow. And they will go ahead and follow that initiative and even use that your platform more and more and more. So that's the third part of it, the notification part. So you are able to send what emails and uh, tweets. Whichever one the user selects, okay, I want to be notified via tweets. I want to be notified via email. So also the tweet part is that you are able to compose the tweet mess the tweet that you want us to send to you you are able to type it on the, on the front end and we are able to use that as a template for forming our tweets to you which is a little bit crazy because you know developers too we have crazy people here right now I've not we've not opened we've not exposed that particular feature yet but we're still working on it actively so basically that is the project everything and everything came out quite well the github app came out very well right now the metric is number of comments i plan to implement it and try to check the number of lines of code probably in this week the second level which is the core the, the microservice based backend system itself the big boss that has the ability for you to create project he has the ability for you to uh, set limits check triggers set triggers send notification and a lot of other things like that and it, 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 it has worked quite well so i have had like two or three uh interviews in i think the last month and one of the first projects because obviously i'm proud of it i i i, I one of the first projects i was ah, i did commit spy so really give me can you give me the idea but because it's not ready for the i'll just give it to them they go and check the home page and stuff like that and people have really 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 been interested so i hope in one of those weeks yes we have a test uh environment running we have few people that are helping us to test it we've given them free coins yeah the time is commit coin because obviously we don't want to be using money too much because money will not scale across all but when it's a coin you know a coin is half a dollar so obviously when you buy the coin when you put money inside it we convert it to coin we keep the money and then then when you're done, we'll share it as, as necessary to these non-profits. So we have quite a lot of non-profits lie down. We have uh, that we plan to good money. I think there is Dev Careers, which is a Nigerian-based uh, uh, non-profit that uh, they train the next generation of uh, developers. There is this Black Girls Code. I think there is this Donate.ng. And I'm still looking at more more places to to put the money right now the money that is there is more or less my money and my brother's money so there's not really a lot to, to donate because we are not re obviously we're not rich people so uh right now that's that's what's on ground that's what's on ground so uh if you have a like an idea or an advice with regards to this project i've spoken about you can always get through to me on twitter just let me know what do you think about the projects? Do you think they should be improved? Do you think uh, they make a lot of sense? All of them are open source. The codes are free and open to be used by everyone. Uh, the goal is not for profit, either of them. The goal is to learn. And when you learn, you, you gain a lot more. You, get, you gain the skill set to make better things, to affect much more larger 
percentage of people in the future and that has been the goal and thankfully it has been working so far so thank you very much for being part of this episode of a uh, tiles lab yeah today it seems like yeah we really really had a lab and uh thank you thank you thank you for always being part of us uh, if you have i don't want to expose the 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 development url yet but uh it is coming very soon give us a week or two we are going to deploy the commits by the cdm is deployed already although i think i'm fighting a lost battle if you check cdm you'll be definitely be able to find the other one too, because my github repo is open so no problem go ahead and have fun with it and i think we'll meet next time thank you thank you and before i go see that project that you want to start do it do it don't worry don't finish it coming spy is coming for you and all of your money will send it to people that need it thank you and god bless